so bad. Do you carry a low-level sadness around with you much of the time? I wonder what's wrong with me. Many more people do than they realize. Low-level depression becomes like a cloud that filters the brightness of the sun in our psychological lives and creates a wall of timidity and powerlessness that inhibits us from becoming our most alive selves. Breakthrough Super Special. Feeling Good by Dr. David Burns argues that depression usually arises from erroneous thinking. So good! So good! And that we all have it within our own power to control the negative attitudes that dupe us into needless gloom. While there are some depressions that have a biological basis, Dr. Burns believes that his research is showing that most types of depression are caused by thoughts and new thoughts are the way to fix them, not medicines. Dr. David Burns' senior colleague, Dr. Aaron Beck, was first to discover the phenomenon of these automatic thoughts that hijack our attitudes and control our moods. On one occasion, he was listening to a patient who was angrily criticising him. In the midst of it, Dr. Beck asked the patient what he was feeling. The patient responded, I'm feeling very guilty. He then told Beck he was having two parallel streams of thought at the same time. One was carrying out his criticisms of Beck, but a second stream in the patient was criticising himself. At the very time he was telling the therapist off, he was thinking, I shouldn't have said that. I'm wrong to criticise him. He won't like me. Beck then said, This case presented me with the first clear-cut example of a train of thought running parallel to the reported thought. He then began coaching other patients and observed, as they declared their unreported self-critical thoughts, a theme began to emerge. He then charted a whole world of automatic thoughts and their characteristics. He found they're usually specific like, I'm no good, I'm not wanted. They occur as a kind of mental shorthand with no logical sequence, and these negative thoughts tend to distort reality. He also found that if people could be taught to identify and stop these negative thoughts before experiencing the emotions that come from them, it produced long-term relief. The old book says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he becomes. 
And that's exactly what Burns discovered. Moods don't decree our thoughts, it's the other way around. Our thoughts govern our moods. Therefore, if you think right, you'll eventually feel right. It seems most of us carry a lot of self-blame around in our heads, self-criticism and self-torture. It's usually invisible to others, but it often creates a psychological discomfort that projects itself out onto others. Dr. Burns listed the three principles of his cognitive therapy. Firstly, all of our moods are created by our thoughts or cognitions. You feel the way you do right now, this moment, because of the thought you are having at this moment. They're not rational, but they are thoughts, they are cognitive. Two. When you feel depressed, it's because your thoughts are dominated by a pervasive negativity. The world of shadow and gloom. And what's worse, you actually come to believe that things really are as bad as you imagine them to be. The way you anticipate life will be coloured by these thoughts. And three, our negative thoughts nearly always contain gross distortions. Dr. Burns believes twisted thinking is the exclusive cause of nearly all of our sufferings. Well, how do you deal with them? Well, firstly, he says, remind yourselves that your feelings are not facts. And don't worry about your feelings. You can't control your feelings, but you can learn how to control your thoughts and your choices. Secondly, you can cope even with authentic sadness due to real loss or disappointment. A great amount of the suffering comes from emotionally distorted thoughts. So when you eliminate the distortions, coping with the real problem becomes less painful. And don't base your opinion of yourself on your achievements. Self-worth based on accomplishment is pseudo-esteem. You can't base your self-worth on looks, talent, fame or fortune. Marilyn Monroe and other famous suicides prove that only too powerfully. Nor can love or approval of others add one iota to your inherent worth. Most depressed individuals are in fact much loved, but it doesn't help them. It seems, in the end, only your own sense of self-worth determines how you feel.
In other words, you're the one that has to learn how to be a better friend to yourself, to like yourself better, and you'll feel better. Feel it, feel it. Would you really want to treat a best friend the way you treat yourself, with your self-blame and self-torture? If we're able to go back into our past, we can see where it all came from the early days of our relationships with our parents and other siblings. But more importantly, where are we going to go with it now, is the question. I find it interesting to note the Greek word metanoia, translated repent in the New Testament, means to change your way of thinking. To begin to see yourself as one who's been created to be a loving, truthful, creative and a free and beautiful individual made in the image of a divine being. Of course, that's the core within us that's wanting to break out and be free. And repentance means getting rid of the alienating thoughts that create our hell on earth. It's worth thinking on. This is Mal Garth. Change my way of thinking. Bring myself a different set of rules. Gonna change my way of thinking. Bring myself a different set of rules.